0: This is the NFL show to be named later. Mm, Foosball and whatever you call it with them gargantuan. Starring TJ Weber, Zach Zook, and Big Web. Brought to you by Bruise on the Balcony.
1: Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pro Football Show to be named later. Alongside Zach Zook, I am TJ Weber, Zach uh,
2: Wow, what a week it was. First time they've both went into overtime ever for the AFC, just the second time ever.
1: Second time ever for just the AFC. Interesting.
2: Well, it was it was good
1: games, um, but I'm going to start the show off with a little rant. Uh, let me just tell everybody out there, I've been on fire. I mean, absolutely on fire. Everybody that's listened to the show knows that Playoff TJ comes out of the woodworks and just wipes the floor with everybody. 7-1 and one in my first two weeks of the, of the playoffs. Then we get into conference championship. I give you a four-way parlay, a winner four-way parlay. I had the over in the Pats game. I had the Patriots. I also had the under in the Rams Saints, and I had the Saints to win the game. And let me tell you something. I don't want to hear anybody out there saying, don't bitch about that pass interference call. I don't want to hear people saying, oh, there was two face mask calls that were should have been against the Saints that weren't. I don't want to hear they snapped the ball with zero seconds left in the play clock. I don't f-ing care. If you saw that play, you cannot disagree with the fact that the Saints got absolutely screwed out of a field goal. You take three knees, you go down to three seconds on the clock, Will Lutz has to hit a 27-yard field goal, and then TJ's going to the bank, baby. Just knocked in the bed. I mean, I'm the pick master, and the NFL screwed me. I cannot believe it, Zach. I'm still pissed off about it. Still pissed off. I, I don't off.
2: blame you. You should be. And it, it literally changed the outcome of the game. Now, I, under, I understand the uh, everything that you and all of Louisiana is feeling, and, and I totally get it, and it's valid, too. Importantly, we, we talk about the other aspects of the game, And they say, oh, but this happened, but this happened, but this happened. No, the game's over. Like, it's over. Yeah. It's the same way I felt when Michigan played Ohio State back in 2016 in overtime. Ohio State opted to go for it on fourth and inches. It was the controversial the spot. And then they lost on the next play. After it got reviewed, they said Ohio State got it. And I was so pissed off about that as a lifelong Michigan fan. Like, I don't care about it. Well, you should have stopped them after that. No, the game was the game was f***ing over. Yeah. Like, we stopped them. On fourth down, we have more points than them. The game's f***ing over. So, I totally get it from the Saints' perspective. The one... It, to talk about the game, and that that did take over the game, and it's really sad. And that's that's a huge indictment on the NFL, and something that they need to take a strong look at in the offseason. Because the rules that they have in place, it, it's too heavily officiated, and... It's we've seen officials just consistently muck up the game this fall and it's being put under the microscope because it happened in the NFC championship game. But this isn't different. Like we've seen multiple occurrences, whether it be a pass interference, whether it be roughing the passer, whether it be a bullshit holding call. It's it's happened consistently throughout the season. But the Saints should they 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 still should have never been in that position to to talk about the game. They should have. They should have taken them out early. I agree with that. And the problem is, is that it's not going to change.
1: And yet there is still a rule in the handbook that says the commissioner has every right to reverse it or make them play the last what whatever it was a minute right. forty left. And I tell you what, it pisses me off too because if it's anybody else, if I just lose my bet and it's. I don't know, the Eagles. If the Eagles are there against the Saints, which I know that wasn't that wouldn't have happened, but you get what I'm saying, or the Bears or whatever the case may be, I'm over it a little quicker. It's the fact that the Rams now got second life, and now the Rams, who just screwed St. Louis, have a chance to win the Super Bowl for the first time since moving. And again, this is a guy that moved it away from St. Louis, a guy that decided to rebuild this team after he got to the city he wanted to be in. I feel like karma needs to be on St. Louis's side. And it absolutely is not right now. I hope the Patriots wipe the fing floor with them. I hope they beat them forty-five to six, and I'll just laugh my ass off at Cronky's little stupid face as they show him up in the in the in the little club with his little beer and whatever the hell he drinks with his I, I don't I fing hate Stan Cronkey. I hate the Rams, and I swear <laughs> to God, if the Rams win this Super Bowl, I don't know what this city's gonna do. For a lot of people, a lot of people don't give a shit. I think a lot of people freak out in the NFL. And if you ever gave the NFL a chance, if you're a St. Louis fan, former St. Louis fan, if they win the Super Bowl after what happened to the Saints, forget about it. Absolutely forget about it.
2: Yeah, it was It was not an ideal Sunday for St. Louis football fans. No. This was probably the worst geographic location to be a football fan on Sunday because if you, the team that still left, look who just walked in. Old Nick Yale <laughs> and Zach Yale walking into the studio. In the middle of the uh,
1: NFL show to be named later. Hello, Nick. What's
2: up? What's up, bud? (laughs) Good to see you. TV not on? I just turned on your
1: Xbox. Did you? Yeah. That's the old one. The old Xbox. Xbox 360. I'm still going on my rant about the Saints again. Oh, you're still tired of it? I'm still tired of it. I'm I'm upset. Really upset.
2: He's triggered. I am (laughs) triggered.
1: I said if it's anybody else but the Rams, though, I I think I'm going to be okay. I think I'll get over it.
2: Uh, You stole my headphones. Nice to meet you, C to the P. (laughs) <laughs>
1: C to the P and, and Z to Z. Z to Z Z
2: Z, yeah. Z. Z to Z is told my headphones. Is
1: this what they do on like sports talk radio, like the crossover? What? Like when they do <laughs> crossover shows from like one show to the <laughs> yeah, other. they, walk it, they That's, yeah. that's kind of how it is. Sick. <laughs> yeah. But uh, to put a bow on, on that call, um, I feel bad. I, I know New Orleans is freaking out just a little bit too much as in like they're putting billboards up and, and these lawyers are acting like they have a shot for Goodell to, re, to reverse the call. It's not going to happen. I mean, the game's over. Obviously, the Rams are going to get to the Super Bowl. As far as I know, if the Patriots win this game, I think not for Saints fans, but for a lot of us, especially in St. Louis, it'll kind of be like, "All right, whatever. They got it done." Like the, the Rams got second. Who cares? Like that's fine. But if they win the game, it's going to be haywire in St. Louis about the NFL, which it already should be, but yeah. it will be even worse.
2: And the the before we were joined by the Yale Bros, the point I was trying to make about. Um Being a St. Louis football fan was it was a double whammy because the Rams won on a bullshit call. The team that moved away won the NFC advances to the Super Bowl. The team next geographically close to us in Kansas City fought back for overtime and then didn't make the Super Bowl. So you were so close to potentially having what would have been just absolutely football heaven for the city of St. Louis. And on the flip side, you're left with despair. Literally,
1: you root for the best of two evils, which is Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Which, by the way, we started, and Nick can attest to this, we started rooting on Sunday for the Patriots. Yes. Because the Chiefs had the most annoying fan of all time. At this bar we were at. Oh, at, at the bar. I thought
2: maybe she was coming across on the broadcast. Oh, but no. This was at the at the venue that you were Taken in the game
1: at the St. Louis venue no free ads maybe, no free uh, maybe ads. we'll talk about we're meeting with them in a couple weeks maybe we'll talk about a little uh, advertising thing but this lady was sitting there diehard Chiefs fan I give it to her and I was gonna be okay with the way she was cheering but Zach it took five plays in a row including a three-yard gain a one-yard loss she cheered for everything she cheered for an illegal block in the back on her own <laughs> team she went crazy and then she would stare back and Nick how's that laugh go that's it, aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Right in our face because I That's had a That's like a vine, isn't it? I think <laughs> so. By the way, I I, I do have that uh, drop. By the way, I forgot to put it in the oh, system. Lord, you know? Wait, it's gonna be great, brutal. But I mean,
2: what's worse? The she was so bad.
1: On the it, it, either one's bad. She was just awful, though. And the fact that we went through the entire day listening to her bullshit, and then her husband slash boyfriend points back at my buddy the entire game. And says he's gonna. He hopes he dies of anal warts. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a quote.
2: Well, so, so I thought that maybe you were slightly overreacting to just the no. ignorant football oh, absolutely fan. absolutely not. But I think the uh, the the anal warts thing definitely justifies. That is a little crazy on the Sabbath, no less.
1: And we weren't sure if he was <laughs> talking to Belichick or my buddy. But the first time, my buddy got two death threats if, they, if both are at him. Because yeah. the first one, he's like, "I'm gonna." F- Kill you yeah. is what he said. Meathead anyway. sports fans are both the worst
2: and the best of all time. Like, yeah. I like I hate being in those situations and being at the bar and like you just can't enjoy yourself, but from afar, it's also just hilarious. Absolutely.
1: What, what's your thoughts on uh the Tom Brady video he posted the night of with him and Gronk just kind of nodding with uh, <laughs> what's the song? What's that song? P. Diddy, uh, sure. Boy, the boys are back or something like that.
2: Oh, that's what it is. So, I saw it on Twitter. Na, of course, na, my na, millennial na, attention span na, didn't na, na, actually na, na. click on it. I just watched it with no sound. Oh, but you got to watch it with yeah. sound. It's, <laughs> it's seriously
1: the cockiest but best video without having to say one word. It is, it is legit. And I tell you what, I hate the Patriots. I don't hate the Patriots. I don't love the Patriots, but... Tom Brady's the man. Like I, that, I dude, just, that dude is
2: so cool. Yeah, I, I get sick of them winning, right? Like, I root for them to lose, but I love Tom Brady. Like Tom, Tom Brady's a Michigan How do you like, hate Tom, Tom Brady? Awesome. He he, so, is,
1: he is so quietly cocky. Like, apparently a reporter said that... There it is. <laughs> he didn't have to say a word. Him and Gronk just, like, smiling, smirking the whole time. Like, just badass.
2: Well, before... Bad boys for life. Love it. But Before he, uh... Before the game, he had uh, he was walking into the stadium, and somebody said that he was quoted as saying, "I'm the baddest motherfucker alive." I, he
1: did. He walked into the locker That's room. Some <laughs> reporter said that. And they are so pumped up because Edelman, too, they showed a video of him on the sideline during the game, and he kept yelling at Brady on the sideline, you're too old, you can't do this, you're too old, like just <laughs> firing him up, like it was, oh, man. that that team is As fun to watch. if they needed any more ammo. Oh my god. And it, ugh, there, was so a,
2: there was a game in primetime, too, just one classic, classic badass Brady moment. It was in the regular season on like a Sunday or Monday night, and he threw a touchdown to beat somebody, you know I want to say it was the Chiefs regular season, and he, he threw a touchdown to Gronk they come back to the sideline and he like he's getting hyped with Gronk on the sideline he goes we're going to do this f-ing forever <laughs> <laughs> they might dude yeah. he still looks good everybody says it but he keeps f-ing doing it and if his line keeps protecting him with the rules today he just only got to throw it like five yards oh. he could play forever yeah if
1: he keeps getting roughing the passing penalties like he did uh against the Chiefs on Sunday he you knows the one NFL going to is gonna
2: protect him for as long as he's oh, in the league of course they
1: will he, he's ratings man that's what that's that's all he does is bring ratings and win and win football games Which, yeah. win playoff games I mean that's all they do
2: yep. By, by the, the way, way, 34
1: I, points scored or 38 points scored in that fourth quarter, by yeah. the way, in the AFC Championship game.
2: Well, uh were, were you on social media much during that Chiefs game? Oh, for sure. Did the Big Cat had the under? Yeah, <laughs> you, I you, saw that. He was all hyped, he thought it was going to hit and then like you said that fourth quarter just destroyed so many bets.
1: On the other side of things, Big Webb, you should have seen him with the over and the in the Patriots. Or he I guess give he had me the Chiefs, points. but he goes, "Give me points, give me points the whole time and he's just Struggle busting. I mean, it was what 24 points after three quarters, had to get 56 and a half. <laughs> Boom, 38 points in the fourth. Damn, like, rolling. I mean, it was it was legit.
2: Now, did Big Web have a little bit better of a gambling day? Because in the video you guys posted online, Nick TJ pissed as hell, and you just hear Big Web in the background. Well, I guess the Pats are going to the Super Bowl. Oh, I know it's
1: Rams and Saints. <laughs> it's because of what happened. That was a good impression. When Zerline, <laughs> that was pretty good. When Zerline hit a 57 yarder to win, my dad just watched my reaction. He goes, "I'm guessing the Rams won." <laughs> like, Thanks, Dad. Appreciate and it.
2: the
0: Rams are going to the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> Nick's uh, really happy the Rams made it, aren't you? No. <laughs> no, you, I just looked at a thing on Instagram, and it said uh, the map of the United States of like who's rooting for who in the Super Bowl. And like up in all up in the uh, the northeast, it's obviously New England. The rest of the country is the Rams. Louisiana is the Patriots, and then St. Louis is Netflix. <laughs> that was hilarious. I saw that. <laughs> St. Louis is Netflix. It is Netflix. Gotta love it. That's so true. I wonder how many I'm people I'm still going to watch. Are you oh, guys gonna oh my watch? god, absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. Go, like the prop bets we talked about on the last Bruce show, we're definitely yeah. going. to I'm going to get involved in some of that. Like the Maroon Five, I'm going to put. Ten bucks on the fact that they play. Uh, not, it's a beautiful day. That's one of the top ones. Uh, yeah, I just doing
2: prop bets. Bets. Oh. I, I I listened to your guys' show earlier today, mm-hmm. and uh, the Tony Romo says Gronk more than two times prop that, bet. That's, a, that's a, a sure over. No If doubt that doesn't or. hit, I will be shocked. No doubt. Unless he, unless Tony Romo catches wind of the bet. And then purposely leads it out in two weeks, unless
1: Gronk gets hurt. But then you're mentioning him a lot in like one state, right. so maybe he'll only say
2: Gronk. Well, especially when
1: Tony Romo Gronk's is out. predicting these plays, and he's got to go quickly, so he, he's gonna be pressed for time. So he's gonna say Gronk.
2: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. The only way it doesn't hit is if he gets hurt or Tony Romo tries to pull pull a fast, pull one, a fast on the, one on the audience, and
1: that's the under. Tony Romo's too cool to not say Gronk. Like he won't say Gronkowski. Now you'll see Nance, you'll hear Nance say Gronkowski. He does it all the time. But Gronk, Romo won't say Gronkowski. Yeah, no chance. That's like yeah, two and a half's pretty low. I feel like that's going to be up to like four and a half, half, five. Is what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So that's what you're a saying is get in where you fit in. Get in where you fit in. That's what I say. That's exactly what I say, Nick. But a lot of prop get a lot of good prop bets. What well, was the one we talked about? It's the Maroon Five song. It was plus plus one thousand on Bovada. It was the best odds that I saw. And like it's like whatever first song they're going to play at halftime, and it's one more night. I think that that's like one of their main guys, ones. And that's plus a 1000 Like, if you put 10 bucks on it, you win
2: $100. I'm trying to remember I mean, now. It w- Was Payphone one of them? Payphone was up there. Uh, let me see if I Tell can find it. Call me on my
1: cell phone. 314-877-8597. Uh, you can follow us, us at Balcony Bruce Pod everywhere. But they may be uh, changing with the NFL show. We're going to get our own uh, social media accounts. I think uh, we're in the process of starting another network uh, when we get more people involved. So if network. you, uh, I mean... Nick Nick doesn't worry, but Nick doesn't even work for the the Brew Show, so I don't know no. if he can even handle a network. <laughs> he can't handle even. Ne- he don't even do show prep for our own podcast. Dude, I show up to this bitch and I say funny things. No, nah, sometimes. So <laughs> people like to hear. Yeah, I guess so. You're just taking over this show. You just barge in like yeah, you own man, a damn I just place. Just walk in the damn studio. Like, <laughs> I got to
0: spice
2: this show up too.
1: Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> it's getting a little boring. Give here a hot. Here. Give a hot take. I don't have any hot takes. Okay. Thanks for spicing it up. I just wanted to play Fortnite, but then I realized your Xbox wasn't here. So. Yeah, that's tough. It was. You hate to see it. I had no inter- intention of interrupting, but now I am.
2: <laughs> uh, Zach, are you going to watch Pro Bowl this week?
1: No. Yeah, that's about right.
2: Okay, that nope. was enough <laughs> Pro Bowl talk. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you guys aren't watching it, right? Like, I no. might watch like the two minute highlights. Is Alvin on Kamara YouTube playing
1: now because he's not playing in the Super Bowl? Probably. Right on.
2: Yeah. I saw that M- Mitch Trubisky made it as an alternate <clears throat> because Goff's in the Super Bowl now.
1: <clears throat> Is Rogers playing? <laughs> Discount double check?
2: No, no way. Damn. I don't know. I, I don't pay attention to it, so yeah, I don't know. Who's the guy, by the way, uh, the defensive
1: back for the Jets? Um, the, one of the main ones. Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams. Did you see his video today? No. He lays out the New England Patriots mascot during the uh, warm-ups today. He's signing <laughs> autographs and he goes, oh, he goes, oh, what does he say? I'm going to take this guy down. <laughs> Full-on contact hit Jamal Adams. Oh, like just he didn't, nailed him. He didn't put much into it, but the, the mascot saw, did not see it coming, and just poor guy. Fl- flattens him on the ground. And then Von Miller and everybody's like giving him like all these props. <laughs> you
2: know that poor bastard dude is like independently contracted yeah, to yeah. the mascot. Oh, my God, he's yeah. making like two hundred dollars probably that day, and just gets flattened by a professional <laughs> athlete. Just.
1: He did get hit hard. He he was jogging and
2: still took a big old hit, and
1: he looked up like he was dazed. He's just like, all right, sick.
2: Making like 50 (laughs) bucks right now. I I did want to ask you guys, did anybody ever uh, get uh, footage of the Kansas City streaker during the game? No, but we did see it stop. I don't think I saw you it. You guys were at the bar, so you might not have even realized when it was going on. I heard there was, it was a streaker. The obvious pan. It was like the obvious pan and then stoppage. They're just doing a 60-second shot of Andy Reid on the sideline doing nothing. The commentators don't know what to say. It's like, oh, so somebody's on the field. I don't know why networks are... Such stiffs about that. They
1: are because they don't want people to do it, and if people do it and say, oh, uh, get, on yeah, TV, get on TV, that's the only reason. It's
2: an incentive because w- when Kevin Harlan, I think it was for a radio broadcast oh, it on it? Monday night, yeah, it was I'm gonna, awesome. I'm going to
1: pull this up. It's a slow show week this week because there's no games. Okay, We're going to talk Super Bowl next week. That's That our Kevin little Harlan
2: piece was legendary, though. That
1: was good. So Yeah, Kevin Harlan, I think that was la- not this past year, but the year before. Uh, it was yeah, a 49ers
2: Monday night game. I know that.
1: i got to plug this back in.
2: Here <clears> That's right. Bad radio. Sorry. New desktop makes it a little bit more difficult, huh? We'll, we'll cut there. Yeah.
1: It's, it's got to go all the way back behind it. It's a lot of work. All right,
0: here we go. San Francisco in the secondary. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat. And a red shirt. Now he takes He's off the, the shirt. 50. He's running down He's the middle the by the 50. He's, bare He's bare at the bare bare 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. Oh, I read Jeff he Fisher's in this 50. game. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk. But there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. The, the guy is drunk. Him. Waving his arms. Bare-chested. Somebody stop look that now, man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, they got him. <laughs> the
2: it's rocks. a great oh, call. I four. love how the color guy gets into it, too. Oh, look out. Kurt Warner. That was
1: Kurt Warner, too. I, I love Kevin Harlan, awesome, yeah. and that is his real voice through and through. By the way, like he don't Fair even put anything into it. At the
2: thirty, dude, he's, guy he's drunk. He's so gifted. Like if you ever listen to interviews with him, like yeah, the vo- his voice, like what I wouldn't do.
1: Wasn't he the Kansas City Chiefs guy for a long time? I think he was a Kansas City Chiefs voice. I
2: think you're right
1: for a while. I heard that because he was on uh, the fast lane. Uh, a show in town, and he was talking about, or they mentioned that he was the chief's voice. I'm like, oh, really? I wonder where he started.
2: Who's you know your I mean? favorite broadcasting voice, by the way?
1: He'd have to be up there. <sighs> He's probably my top right now. Um, for a while, I I was really into Dan Shulman like baseball, when he He's did baseball on ESPN. Voice. Really good voice. Uh, I liked, uh, who's the guy that did Sunday Night Baseball with Joe Morgan a while back? Oh, uh, I
2: couldn't tell you. St-
1: something Miller. Steve Miller, yeah, he's that, not that. No, he, that's that Steve Miller band. That's wrong. Uh, <laughs> God, I can't remember. Anyway, there's there's a lot of them out there. Like, would me. you go
2: with one of the classics like Costas? Because I wouldn't probably. If or you're Al talking Al Michaels, ju- like just I think voice. Al Michaels is great, but voice wise, I wouldn't pick. Him. Just voice
1: wise, I like. I still like Vin a lot. I yeah, think Vin. Vin's, Vin's one classic. of like the the ones you can't get away from. Like you just want to hear his voice no matter what like you just look up a youtube video like i want to hear how vin called this
2: there was like a different there was like a shift in the medium too like about the 80s where there were a lot of guys that had a vin scully type voice like a little higher nowadays he's like i think he's the last of that kind
1: i agree with that i think he's he he was so good for so long that like his voice just like resonates in especially dodgers fans but broadcasters obviously too just enjoy like hearing him but i don't know i mean there's a lot that Like, like Kevin Harlan just got that excitement factor, too. There's a lot of broadcasters that have good voices. They just don't inflect it well, and they they obviously don't use their talent like they should. They just kind of, they're they're boring, and, oh, there he goes, down the sideline. But it's not, like, really into it. Like, Kevin Harlan did that for a a damn streaker. I mean, like, (laughs) he does that for every game, and he does every sport. Yeah, I'd say Harlan's probably my top right now.
2: You know who I was huge into, like, back in the day, hockey? Who's that? Gary Thorne. He now just does the Orioles games. I don't even know if he does I think I've heard the name.
1: I couldn't tell you what his voice sounded like. Gary
2: Thorne has an awesome voice. He was mainly hockey back in the day. That's why he's not as well known. Now he's the voice of the Orioles TV. So he's not as good as baseball, I don't think, as hockey, but he... He was one hell of a sportscaster. Back watching all those playoff games growing up.
1: Have you ever heard of uh, what the hell is his name? Randy Moeller.
2: Have I have I showed you this
1: yet? I don't we'll know. Play one more clip and we'll wrap it up. Again, slow week, folks. Uh, yeah. Pro Bowl coming up. Nobody cares if you do. Nobody cares. Go listen to another podcast. A little bit
2: of a blend. Football and brews. Football and
1: brews. I love it. It's like a crossover. That's what it is. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This guy's name's Randy Moeller, though, Florida Panthers, play-by-play. I don't know if he is anymore, but he was for a while. Every single time the Panthers would score, which back then they didn't score much, <laughs> uh, he would have a movie or TV quote that he would say in his call.
2: And he would, like, go and prepare, It'd be a different one every time? He'd have, like, a sheet, I guess, and
1: literally, like, he'd be like, Bo scores! Mom, the meatloaf! And, like, he would do it. I'll show you. That's amazing. This is pretty good.
0: Okay, back to Bo Meester, to the far side, Froelich. Takes a feed from Bollmeister. Fires. He scores! L.A. Fates with an Oakland booty. Ballard steps into the middle. Ian Bowmeester will trade. Ballard. Quick try. shoots, He scores! Ball! The meatloaf! Panthers with a power play goal. They got a 1-0 lead. Stillman right out in front. the shoots. He scores! Make me a bicycle, clown! <laughs> Weiss swoops in. Puts it back to the left. Point there's deflected. Loose puck right out in front. There's Booth in the back. And he shoots. He scores! You did the motorboat, didn't you? David Booth <laughs> gets the goal. That's amazing. More, a shot through a screen. Scores! Jay Bowmeister! Oh, good for you! <laughs> Down the goal line to Stillman. He skates up. Face off dot. Turnaround shot. Traffic out in front. Loose puck. They shoot. They score! Bowmeister paid that man his.
2: <laughs>
1: so anyway, you get the gist of
2: <laughs> it. Did he only do it for Boevey's? Yeah, just scored like their all like yeah. all their goals in like <laughs> yeah, what, it was okay, like nine right? years ago. That's so it amazing. was like 2009, G- oh, two Two thousand. I've never heard of that guy. That's legendary. <laughs> Someone showed me that. I
1: think it was on the radio station. Someone said that it was probably the most like unique broadcasting thing they had. Like was somebody doing movie quotes. So that makes me want to like, put something into it, like uh, something like that, like something you kind of sneak. Show in. the scars. My apple boarded. <laughs> Waffle boarded. Waffle boarded. Geometrically. I Dr. enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, the docket yeah, Oh, that's no, right. I,
2: I caught the reference. Shoot the scars.
1: That's pretty good. I actually, I actually can see that now. I couldn't tell you were doing verse. I thought you were a guy on
2: geometrically.
1: Helium what's the stuff isn't he the guy that's an awful um, board nhl games oh yeah, he's yeah. is that he's, all he says in those
2: he's one of the best broadcasters in the world oh, yeah. if you ask me he is really good back when i was in high school he did a radio spot for a chicago radio station and what they did in preparation to have him on they put they took some poor intern made him pour through hours of game tape and go through and pull every one of the adjectives he said and it took, like, two and a half minutes. It was a compilation of all these different weird adjectives that he would work into the hockey game. Oh, my God.
1: That is so, like that is the coolest thing about, you know, there's so many, like I said, broadcasters that just do the game. And that's it. You yeah.
2: know, and you got
1: to put some excitement into it. You got to put something new into it. That's what this Randy Muller guy does. Like, that's what Doc Emmerich does. You nice know. twist, nice little twist to it. Perfect example something a little different,
2: a little different to it. Yeah. Not taking your job too seriously though, too. Hundred like percent, man. Enjoy
1: the I'm, game. I'm a pro at that. You play <laughs> to win the game. You're the play to win the game. That's what it's all about. All right, we're gonna wrap it up again, guys. Uh, if you're looking for NFL stuff, we talked about it first 15 minutes. It's Pro Bowl week. All right, you gotta understand. No one in in this room, especially, and in the majority of of the nation. Can't stand the Pro Bowl. I'm sorry about it. We just can't oh, stand the Pro, I love Bowl. the Pro Bowl. Nick likes the Pro Bowl. He's the only one in the entire Midwest. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we'll be back next week to talk about the Super Bowl. It's Rams. It's Patriots. We're going to break it all down next week. We talked about the the conference games, and uh, we're looking forward to Super Bowl. But yeah, I, I like the little uh, hybrid today. A Little bit of uh, broadcaster talk. a Little bit of uh, NFL talk. It's nice. Love it. Good stuff. All right, guys. Again, follow us everywhere at Balcony Bruce Pod three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven And uh, we'll see you next week for the Super Bowl.